Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Hi, Jenny. Hi. Hi, Araba. Good morning. Hi, Araba. Just us chickens. <laughs> I'm glad to see other people are on the call. Yeah. Good to be on I the call. Check in. So I know, the, I'm not sure who the third person is on the phone, but I believe both of you, the two of you were at training this past week. Yes, I, I'm the third person that you see on the phone because oh. I'm on the Zoom and dial in. Gotcha. I'm moving around. Yes, I was at the uh, 10 day. It was, oh my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. And Jenny, Patricia was there. Yeah, I saw that. And Emily went through a little bit yeah. too, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Wow, 10 days. Awesome. Some good stuff. Yeah. Still floating. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when did you get back? Um, actually, I got back. I left Sunday evening, so I am in Miami, Florida. I'm not in New York. Okay. So yeah, yesterday was my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Thank yes. you. Grateful for you, Tamalyn. Yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So that 10 day was my gift to me. Wow. That is an amazing gift to give yourself. Isn't it? Yeah. You're worth it, girl. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Mm. Best gift I believe I ever had, except for coming into the world. (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's gorgeous that's such a bright spirit Tamalyn thank you does anyone want to pray in you want to go for it Orba (laughs) (laughs) sure let's do this placing our hand on our hearts We take a deep breath in of gratitude. We exhale love. We are thankful and grateful for this opportunity to join together in order to share anything and everything that is a block to healing, is a block to our awareness of the love that we are, to share our joys, to share our challenges, and to know that when two or more gather together in Christ's name, that we are truly joined in spirit together, holding each other up. We pray that any healing and sharing that happens during this call extends forward and outward for everyone because we are one with them. 
In grace and gratitude, we allow it to be. We ask that it is done. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. That was gorgeous. I might have some background noise here. I don't know if I do, do, but just let me know and I can mute myself. Out. Can I share with you where I am right now, if you can see? Yeah, it's we can. really beautiful. I don't know if I can. Oh, I'll have to turn my phone around. Okay. This is Killarney in the southwest of Ireland, and it's this is my view right now. And all of our magnificence. Look how magnificent it is. Mm. So beautiful. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's um it always makes me think of of course there has to be a God. <laughs> yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and Phil, is there a Phil here as well? Or Philo? Or Philo? I don't know how to say it. Phil. Uh, Hi, Phil. Yeah. Hey. Um, I've, I've not been on a community call in ages. And I am actually calling in from Mauritius. Oh, wow. I'm on the cool. African continent. Wow. Uh, so it must be, what time is it there now then? Are you afternoon as well? Uh, it's it's 6 p.m. so it's getting dark because we are in the winter now. Mm-hmm. So it, it gets dark early, and I've been I'm done with the actually spiritual counseling hours. But what is not done is <laughs> the all the journals mm-hmm. and especially all the work with the chakras. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so um, I thought I want to. Uh, I I really wanted to join the community call every time. And uh, last couple of months I've been traveling, so I was not able to do it. So uh, today I said I am going to make it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great to have you here. I think I might have seen your biography up on the website. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. Yes. That's you. Gorgeous. Have you um, seen the study buddy program, Philomena? Perfect. Uh, um, well, actually, you know, we have our own study buddy informal group that we meet every Saturdays. <clears throat> um, no, we are about five of us in that group, and mm-hmm. it it actually started when I was. Uh, I was supporting the community call for uh, finding freedom folks. Mm. And then, you know, we connected so well that we decided to continue with it. Mm. And so we have five people that we meet every Saturday, U.S. time, 8 8 Mm a.m., 
and of course it is like four o'clock for me so it, in the afternoon so it works well mm. yeah so and it is not formal you know it is more mm -hmm. informal yeah yeah Mm. But, but we, we really, really feel like it's like our life support. Yeah. Is that, is it to, um, there's ones in the community that were set up for filling out the journals. Is that, is it, is it similar as in people are filling out the journals and then sharing or is it based on maybe a course in miracles? I know actually we are not uh, doing that. You know, we started with uh, like, uh, initially we started with the spiritual qualities and uh, then um, later on, uh, we moved on to really talking about, you know, how it is for us, what are, what are some of the struggles that we are working with and what, what are some of the things that are coming for us, what is the healing that is taking place. So we were talking about, we, we continue with that because we, we did try the other stuff. But I think all of us are naturally gravitating towards what is working and what is not. Oh, there I see my buddy, Connie. Connie, and we were in the same group. <laughs> hey, Connie. Yes. Hi, Phil. Hey. How are nice you? Nice to see you. Nice to see I you too. Well. Oh, there, Laurie. <laughs> Hi, Connie. Hi. Congratulations, Laurie. Yes, congratulations, Laurie. Thank you. Thank you. Connie and I were just on our prayer partner call. <laughs> Hi, Laurie. And Connie. Hi. They are our, they are my fabulous facilitators who are finding freedom group and we also continued and today is our final swan song. So I'm really thankful and grateful to see both of you on this call as well. Oh, it was our pleasure, Arva. You've been an inspiration to me too. You taught me a lot. And we're still here. We're not going anywhere. So you can always reach out to us. Yes, that's true. So I'm thankful for that. Too. We stay connected. Yes. yes. So I'm really interested in this 10-day retreat. And um, it was something that looked really interesting to me but it was not my time. And so I wondered if any of you were open to talking a little bit about your experience there. The 10 day retreat that just happened in Arizona. Is that where you're going? I only did a part of it. I did the workshop training and uh, I'm very grateful I did um, because it brought to light to me. It's amazing. You go for workshop training, but it brought to light to me my own um, judgments. And I have such an issue with resistance. I mean, I knew that I did, but I understood it at a deeper level and how that resistance is keeping me playing small. And 
it's responsible for my suffering, the inner turmoil I have, because I've gone into, um, I go through phases of like depression with it, where I just want to isolate myself because I feel like I know in my heart, I'm called in this lifetime to step into my power, but I'm fighting it at the same time because I don't feel worthy. So um, I got clear on, I think I'm here to teach that. I'm here to teach authenticity, but I have to let go of the resistance. And it's funny because Lori and I are prayer partners. And uh, every morning we would start with Kundalini yoga and Jennifer would have us draw from her uh, willingness cards. And that I remember one morning that Lori and I both drew, I'm willing to release resistance or something like that. And, uh, and I even did a prayer around that. So Lori and I were reflecting that for each other. And Jennifer called us the resistance sisters. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty cool. And I'm like, we're prayer partners. So it's funny. We mirror what we need to heal to each other. Wow. So it's, for me, it was a very deep experience. It was intense. It, it was busy. But I'm grateful for <laughs> the experience. And I got to beat Tamlin, which was great, too. So. Wow. Yeah, I think I think um, we moved from being the resistance sisters into the dynamic duo. Um, and awesome. I can I can definitely um, I can definitely relate to what Connie shared because man, when I went to the spiritual counseling training week, I felt like I was floating on a cloud and I left there and it was just wonderful. And last week at every turn, I was just coming face to face with my own judgments and my own resistance. And um, I even, you know, as I was talking to Connie this morning, I was like, I feel like a failure. I feel like I wasn't the perfect spiritual student because I was just... I'm, I'm, what I've really been in the past week and a half has been feeling my frustration and, um, with myself and with the world. And so I know it's a healing opportunity. And, um, so I'm just, you know, there was this one point during, during the, the workshop where Jennifer had us, she said, Think of a story of forgiveness that you experienced in your life and, you know, get up and speak about it. And when I, I was going through all this stuff in my head and I, I was like, I could think of one in particular. And then I was like, holy shit, I have not truly forgiven myself for, for anything except for a few things. Ooh, I have a lot of work to do. Okay, well, this is my opportunity. No wonder I want to teach forgiveness workshops because this is all about, wow. I mean, it was just kind of one of those moments of, you know, when you go through and you're using tools and, you, you know, there was that part of me that's like, okay, I've gotten past this part of it. And I'm like, here it is again. Oh, no, you haven't. Here you go. Here's another thing for you to get to look at. And so it was very humbling 
and I am grateful for it. And at the same time, it's like, whew, okay. <laughs> Roll it on my sleeves and it, it's time to forgive, truly forgive. And uh, yeah, it was an eye opener. Thank wow. you both for sharing that because I think that those feelings are very common with me. <clears throat> and also I get the sense that when people go to retreats, they always write about like this floating, wonderful feeling. And when I went to the first retreat, that was what I was seeking, but that's not the experience I had. And it was only till months after that I could look at it and say, oh, okay, I get, I get this. I get that I went in with an intention, with an expectation. It wasn't filled. And then I was disappointed and miserable. And, and I was just feeling like, am I like the only one who goes to a retreat and finds it so intense that it, it's not an enjoyable experience? So just hearing that it may not be enjoyable, but the learning is still there to harvest and that other people have felt that at some point is really helpful. So thank you. Yeah, I mean, there were definite moments when it was fun, and there were definite, I remember waking up one morning, and Connie and I were just, like, laying there, and we were both going through our own stuff, and I said to Connie, can we can we say a prayer right now together out loud? And she was like, yes, and so we did that, and I feel like that's when things started to shift a little bit, um, and I definitely felt a difference after that, but it is. You want to, like, you, you do get that picture and that expectation, Arba, and I did. And sometimes it happens. And sometimes there are moments of that throughout. But, um, yeah, it's that. I don't know how many people here have ever have, deal with the I need to be a perfect spiritual student story that I deal with. But, um, or I'm not being the perfect spiritual student because I'm not showing up a certain way. Um, but yeah, that's, that's certainly a big one that was coming up from, for, for me last week. So thank you for sharing Araba and Connie. I also, you know, I took that uh, intensive because, as you may know, Araba, since you were in our Finding Freedom group, I I have a fear of teaching and speaking in front of people. So that's really my intention is getting more comfortable with uh, speaking in front of groups. And when Lori's talking about we did our prayer the night before, we had to give or we started with each of us giving a story about something in our life. And the very first person to go, she, in my opinion, was phenomenal. I'm like, I can't live up to telling a story like she did in the way she presented it. So I went in and you talk about how your mind affects your body. I was up the whole night with an upset stomach. And I was grateful that Lori woke up early in the morning. It was probably like 5 or 530 in the morning. 
and we were both processing our stuff. So I was grateful to have my prayer partner with me to help me heal. And then I was eating breakfast with Jennifer and I told her, I said, I have such a fear of speaking in front of people. I said, what if I start shaking and making a fool of myself? And she's like, so what? So you shake. And in that moment, I'm like, I got like, oh, it's okay. It's okay to be where I'm at. It's okay to be me. And I'm in a loving environment where these people are going to accept me. It's my judgments that are keeping me from being me. They're going to love me no matter what. They're not going to you know, necessarily judge. So in that moment, when Jennifer said that to me, I was like, it was such a gift. And then I was not afraid to go ahead and give my story that falling night. And I think I did an okay job doing it. Well, not only that, when Jennifer said that night, who's ready to tell their story? Like Connie jumped up and went, me, I'm going to go first. And she's like, and I'm going to pray us in. And like, she was on fire and, and uh, she did rock it. So, Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that, Connie, because I feel like that's one of the things that I definitely have a fear around. Mm-hmm. And one of, one of the, if I was going to go to the retreats, that would have been my um, part of my intention. So I appreciate you sharing that because it will stay with me now. Oh, good. Um, and just even knowing, like, because I would have that same thing of, well, what if I start shaking? Because that happens, and then my voice shakes, and then mm-hmm. I probably then I start judging myself, which makes it difficult. Um, but that's the healing that's in it. So yeah, I really appreciate your um, courage. My gosh, great courage. And you're sharing of that. Oh, thank you. I'm glad it helped. Thank you, Connie, because, you know, one of the things that I also have the fear, like, okay, what if nobody understands what I'm sharing? And I had to get over that and say, you know, if they don't understand, they will ask me to repeat. Mm. So I'm going to just do it. And I'm, I even tell myself, you know, I'm probably going to mess it up and that is okay. I, I think that's exactly right, Phil. I think we have this idea in our head we have to be perfect at all times. And that is just, that's just too much to handle. Let's just go out there and do the best we can and learn from it. I think that's, where we all need to come from. And I, you know, for me, it was also a learning experience because we had homework to do before we got there. And I'm such a perfectionist, you know, with going to college, grad, undergrad school, graduate school, I'm like, forget this. I'm just going to go through this one time. And then when I get there, I will just present what I have. Let's get, that was the other thing I was trying to tell us, being the perfect student. And I'm like, that's got to go out the window too, because that's, it's just too much weight on my shoulders. So I think it was a very, for me, it was catharsis, you know, spiritual counseling with catharsis for me and uh, this intense, even though there were times I'm like, I just want to go home and go to bed. (laughs) I'm tired, but we kept pushing through and I've walked away with another healing. And I am so grateful. Jennifer offers these, you know, these communities where we can all come together and share, because I think that is truly where the healing comes is when we can share and look at each other saying we're all going through these situations. The form may be different, but the meaning behind them are similar. 
So I'm just grateful that I have all of you guys, you know, that Jennifer's brought us all together so we can continue with our healing. Awesome. I um, experienced school a lot, and I concur with all that everyone said. And hi, Lori. Hi. <laughs> it was such a pleasure seeing Lori and Lori, Lori and Connie. Oh my God. <laughs> and I, I experienced the same thing too at the in the beginning. Uh, Connie, I didn't have my homework because I prepared um, at the last minute, you will say, to go, and it was amazing how I created and moved some things around. And so it was, it was like my birthday gift because my birthday was yesterday, so it was perfect for me to come. And it was an honor to serve Jennifer and John. Oh, that was the highlight to get into that. And um, I actually... And the last one was speaking. Oh my goodness. We got up and we shared stories. We went, it was actually like we went through the whole review. You know, like we review and we kind of put the pieces to the puzzle of the writing and the leading and speaking. So we had to put, to me, I discovered we had to put all we didn't have to, but I discovered that all the pieces of the puzzle is up there when you're speaking, you know, because you're, you're doing the leading a workshop. You could be, and then you could be doing a talk. So it's all in one, and then you would have to, and I found myself writing out my talk and actually getting the points, what I was going to speak about, and also the nervousness and all of that, because Lord Connie, like you say, the judgments, I know for me, kept me stuck. That was a highlight because I have been judging myself and resisting all day, every day for 20 some, most of my life. And I discovered that that's what came up for me. Forgiveness, not forgiving myself, and resisting and judging. I'm not worthy. I'm not this. I don't have that. I don't have enough of that. Uh, you know, I'm too old. I'm too this. I'm da 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 da. So that song been going all my life, and that's what I discovered at the at the three at the ten days. I had to get rid of, actually make a choice, a choice to say, I'm letting it go. I'm forgiving myself. And that was a process, still is. And that was my healing. That was the, the piece to the puzzle that I needed to get to make all sense of my journey in my experience, and I needed to be in a community that was like-minded, that experienced everything, most of everything that we can relate to. 
and we can go through the healing. So I am in the healing process. And as I go through the healing, I am showing up as a writer, speaker, and teacher all in one. That is my highlight. Thank you all for letting me share. That is, I just think it's so interesting, Tamlin, that you're telling your story because for me, when I, it's our judgments, it's our personal judgments because when I would see you speak, I would not see any of that that you're talking about within yourself, you know, the fear. So it's, once again, it's reemphasizing our stories hold us prisoner. Our stories are what keeps us playing small because how you see yourself is not necessarily how I saw you. Yes, and on what Connie said, I agree, like, Tamlin, like, from the first time I had seen you on a call, I just, I couldn't imagine any of the things you just said about yourself, because I was like, oh, she's such a bright light, and she's fierce, and she's just authentic and ready to show it off, and so it's, it is a really beautiful thing that there's a place that we can be authentic with ourselves and with other people without that fear of judgment. And, you know, I get it. I want to be the perfect student. I have degrees. I've trained. I've spoke, been a spokesperson. I've written things. I've done things. But after having physical disability for eight years, all of it is all questioning about, can I do this? Am I able to do this? I've had the training, so I feel guilty that I'm not doing this. Like, it's just, it's just all in our minds, like just constantly going. And you're right, that song just keeps playing over and over, and it's time to break that pattern. Thank you. about Connie and Laurie, you both have a glow, special glow. <laughs> and you guys seem to be so different than I have experienced you guys in the past. So the magic is on. Thanks, Bill. I love that observation. <laughs> yeah. You and think I, I was uh, when you started uh, when both of you came on. I didn't even know that you all had gone for the retreat. <laughs> and, uh, I thought hmm, something different about this too. Oh, <laughs> the healing is happening, and I see that we see the same old theme that we've been learning over and over. It's all about self forgiveness. Connie, can you hear me, everybody? Yeah. Okay. I, as you were talking, I accidentally clicked the restart on my phone, and I went out. <laughs> I just came back in. 
I hear you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay, great. Thank you so much. I tell you, I was a wreck when I came. I had so many judgments when I came to that meeting. I didn't realize it. But when he, when Jennifer broke it all down and John Monday, oh, my God, it was awesome. Oh, my God. I, the healing was on in the first writing session. Oh, my God. I had the box of Kleenex in front of me because that's what I needed to have. And it was by the time you all came, I was clearing up. You know, I have had some more going, you know, some more crying and healing and stuff. Oh, my God, the stories was impeccable. <gasps> the stories that I was getting my healing through people's stories, especially yours, Lori, and, and Connie. Oh, my goodness. It was the icing on the cake. I would never, ever forget that retreat because that's when I really got it. The judgment, the resistance. That's our, that's the way I live my life. Mm-hmm. And I still have them, but I'm aware of them. And nervous, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my goodness. That was my biggest fear of speaking and, and talking, you know, actually talking to people for years ago. But I, you know, over a period of time, like four years ago is when I started the journey of actually sharing with people, you know, because I, I discovered that I am. A people person, but you know, we tend, I know I tend to hide out, you know, and be by myself. And then, but then I would talk to people because, you know, I would talk to everybody. It's just that it, in my head, it was a lot of judgment going on, you know, like you're talking and sharing with people. You have those judgments, oh, they may not like me. Oh, am I going to say the right thing? Oh, am I going to look a certain way? Oh, am I going to do this? Oh, blah, 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 all that noise going on in the head. Why you know while I'm out and about and sharing with people, but I didn't allow it to stop me to a certain extent because now I am clear that that's what it was: the judgment, the unforgiveness, and the resistance. That's what came clear for me, ladies and y'all. You all was the process, was the process, the pieces of the puzzle that I needed to get my butt out and start leading workshops and creating workshops and speaking and writing because I'm actually writing a book and it was just so good to hear all of that as I'm writing because I wanted to know why I got stuck and didn't write for three years. So now I got it. I get it. So thank you, ladies being there for me and I did get in the pool um Connie I didn't just walk and see people in the pool <laughs> I actually the you know that Saturday night Jennifer gave us a break we got out at like eight o'clock I went home I went to my room and I had already had my attention set I am going to get in the jacuzzi and then I asked Patricia I invited her she we and her went and then Marianne went and um Sean we met at the pool we had fun we talked and they laughed and me and shanti we stayed you know and we went into jd's and we it was a band in there oh my god and we went there on the tail end of it and we enjoyed so i got a jacuzzi i got to eat 
with Shawnee and enjoyed the band. Instead of listening to the band, I got to be a part of it. And after that, we went to our rooms and we went to Walmart because we had to get a luggage. I had to get a, a, another luggage because mine was cracking. And I got all three of those. I had so much fun. I didn't go to bed. And then I came back and packed. I didn't go to bed until about three and about two thirty in the morning, and I loved every bit of it. Oh, you got to have fun too. <laughs> yes, I did. I took some time out, carved that time out. Jennifer said, "This is what we're gonna do," because uh, actually, Patricia and I was talking um, on the on that Saturday morning, and we were saying, "Oh, wow, would it be good to have to just ask Jennifer to see if she would make a request to see if we can get out early, like seven thirty or eight or something like that that evening?" And so. Jennifer, we hadn't even had this conversation. So Jennifer came in and then at the dinner, after the dinner session, well, before the dinner session, she came up. She said, this is what we're going to do. We're going to get out early and we're going to share. We're going to work after lunch, you know, a working lunch. And then we come back and we're going to go right in and get, you know, that was in the speaking session. And we're going to end at 7.30, no later than 8. And me and Patricia looked at each other and we said, oh my goodness, she, how did she know that? That's what we wanted. <laughs> you said so, what, 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 Yes! One of the other things I wanted to... Um, mm-hmm. Sorry for interrupting you, sweetheart. No, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done. I, I, I got that out. <laughs> I just want to share with Connie about that. <laughs> Um, I think one of the um, things, the biggest thing that I, I saw when I went to this retreat was in taking a, a taking a, a workshop to stand in front of people, to actually step into a leadership position. Um, how many? How how the fear of how can I do this? when I can't even do it for myself came up. Like I got to look it in the face and go, so what it did was it made me realize, all right, I want to lock into this even more. It is even more important that constancy is a quality that I work with, a divine quality that I work with, that, you know, really being able to, walk my talk. I mean, I, I, I had convinced myself I was walking my talk and yet I didn't, you know, just that fear of, I, I want to be who I am. I want to serve as many people as I can. And that, that humbling moment of seeing how much I truly live from that little me and yesterday when I woke up, I thought, I, I started going through, I'm in meditation and I'm thinking of all the things I need to get done because I've just gotten home. And all of a sudden I thought, well, what's my intention? I think that was the most powerful thing that I was reminded of is at the retreat. What's my intention? And my intention is to live from the, the big I am as much as possible and connect with that as I'm in those spots of being that little me. So how can I 
do my, you know, budgeting and do my got to go grocery shopping and everything and still bring that presence through in every moment of every day. Because here's the thing, when I am working one-on-one with somebody, I can connect, I can be there for them. But when I'm by myself in my everyday life doing everyday tasks, I desire to have that connection there as well. And um, I realize how much it's been lacking. So again, it went into that space of, ooh, okay, practice, 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 diet, you know, live it, live from that space. And um, kind of got that, what, what Jennifer was saying when she said, you know, she just started being all in for, and I'm paraphrasing it, all in for God, and then everything else was provided for. And I realized I, like, I'm starting to see, I do resist being all in for God, and it's my heart's desire to be all in for God. So it's, yeah, I think that that's the biggest takeaway I got from this um the when i went to sedona for that one piece and uh just i don't know if that makes sense but it's something that i'm i desire to have more of in my life that made perfect sense lori thank you for sharing that because you are amazing when you're connecting with people and just being yourself sometimes in other people's minds I'll speak for myself (laughs) feel like how am I ever going to be like that because she is my hero as I have told you as is Connie Mm -hmm. and one thing for me that I hear and I know is this this self-conflict and this self-forgiveness like I want to be all in, but I'm afraid to be all in. It's straddling that line like, yes, I really, really, really want to do this with all my heart and live this way. But, yeah, there's still that fear. (laughs) So um, I think while you guys were away at the retreat, I came across that when we did the five-day challenge. And... um, that became really obvious to me. And I just finally had to stay, take a step back and say, this is not being gentle um, um, to myself, but I'm committed to completing it at a pace that's okay for me. So I've sort of made a deal with myself that I am willing to take baby steps. Baby steps, as long as I'm moving and connecting that it's all working and I'm okay exactly where I am. And I think that's the, that's, I think the hardest thing for me. Phil brought up earlier about going through the chakras. And I know today I happened to look at the fifth chakra and there was um, a, a thing about false beliefs on page 110 in the third workbook. And it talked about Vincent van Gogh and, um, one of the lines that struck out was the basic 
to make. Progress is a kind of miner's work. It doesn't advance as quickly as one would like and as others expect. But as one stands before such a task, the basic necessities are patience and faithfulness. And so I read that just before our call, and it really brought home to me about the patient, being patient, and staying in trust. Thank you, Arba. Yeah. <laughs> Amen to that. Yeah, beautifully said, Arba. I mean, I feel like I'm sorry when you were talking about the, I think you said about failure earlier, and the frustration, and I was, I can really relate to that, and I feel like it's shifted something in me, even hearing someone else talk about it. You know, and I feel like it's so interesting on this path how when it's sometimes it's like when we've had a breakthrough and when we see something that we've never seen before we can be the hardest on ourselves yet it's the time that we've actually been courageous to see something that was maybe too difficult to see before or we just weren't ready or you know willing whatever the whatever it is and yeah I find like sometimes my ego hits me with that I'm a failure one which is really hard because it's at the time where I'm kind of going I've actually been really courageous here and you know it's trying to take me down um and there's some kind of sticky part then I feel like around that time where I'm just it's deepening you know I could I can hear you it's such a beautiful thing to hear someone whose dedication is deepening and willingness to go deeper with God willingness to I, don't, I just don't know whether we can be I think that maybe is the journey and how beautiful a thing that we can hold that space for other people then when they're going through that, because it seems like that spiraling up time, you know, um, we come to these points in the, where you kind of dip down and you clear out the stuff again and then you come back up again. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to, to share that with you because I feel like we're all in and to a, to a level that we can be. And then it shifts because our willingness deepens or whatever it is. And we're ready for another um, deepening or another awakening. And, you know, how it sounds so beautiful that a false, it's a false identification has fallen away. And it's really the, I like the idea of, you know, unvarnishing. Um, that something's like, you know, to, to see the, the truth um, and the true self. So I just wanted to share that with you yeah thank you and thank you for that that reminder of you know that visual of coming back up like you go in and you come back up that that was a helpful reminder so thank you you know So I would love to know, like, from the people that are here, what is the biggest takeaway that you've gotten from the spiritual counseling training or what is the biggest takeaway that you're living right now um, in your life? If you want to share, I would love to hold space for that. 
I'll go. I'm going to share the one thing that I find interesting. It's like, how many times do we get a client and their intention is to work on something you just set the intention to work on? And sometimes I go inside myself like, what am I going to do? I haven't even figured this out for myself. How am I how am I able to help them? You kind of go into that. I'm not um, not credentialed, but I am I'm not ready to help them because I haven't healed it myself. And what I'm learning along the way is I need to, like Jennifer says, I need to quit pushing density and I need to just trust like what Arbo is saying, trust and let the divine come through me. And that's done by just showing up and being willing to let the divine speak through me. And this person is a mirror for me as well as I'm a mirror for him or her to come together and have a healing where the two or more are gathered. It's not necessarily I'm going to find the answers in a book. It's in me stepping aside and letting spirit do the work. So that's what I'm learning along the way. And that seems to be, that must be a big one for me because it's been happening for the last like six months. (laughs) It's how I show up is what's important. I think mine is similar to Connie's in that, you know, I, after going through the spiritual counseling, one of the things for me was literally difficult was, you know, just to do nothing, but just to pray and trust the spirit, that the spirit is the one that is doing the healing the spirit is doing whatever needs to be done through me and you know just just with the profession that i am in as a coach you feel like you you need to ask those questions so that uh, your client is able to see the light that they are which they are not seeing but here it was really different in that really being able to hold them in prayer and even while things are going on to trust the trust was the big thing for me and to continue to pray and continue to trust that everything is in perfect divine order and that I do not have to push density or try to fix anything just trust that the spirit is doing the work and that the only thing that is needed from my side is just to be that open channel for the spirit to work through me Mm -hmm. and not feel that I have to have the answers. I'm still working on it. I'm still to work with it. <laughs> Me too, Phil. Me too. <laughs> that was beautiful, Phil. Thank you for sharing.
thing for me is similar to maybe what people are sharing, but around worthiness. You know, I guess that's why Jennifer works on it so much at the spiritual counseling, but it's definitely been the theme of my year. Um, and I do feel like, you know, Connie, what you're saying about just showing up is, I, I, like, I, I guess that's my encouragement is just to kind of say to myself, hey, all you got to do here is show up. Um, and that is an act of worthiness in, it, in itself. And then that spirit comes through. So that's, um, that's kind of, yeah, where I'm at with the, um, spiritual, counseling and my taking away my learning and and then you know each step of the way like I you know letting spirit just guide me when to do this or when to do that with the with the training and the certification program and I find that you know when yeah because when I turn up to the finding freedom group and I just show up it's it's amazing how it's not that big a deal (laughs) in a way it's just the ego judgment that makes this seem like this big thing and and then I show up and I see the beauty of everyone and that everyone's you know doing the same really that it's all just about showing up and experiencing what we experience sorry there's probably background noise there um so that's that's where I am with the process I love all all three of your shares. Thank you. Thank you for that. And um, just showing up wherever you are and being whoever you are and loving however you're being is, you know, if one of the biggest things is if I can love somebody that's sitting across from me, If I can love somebody that's sitting across from me, I can love myself for that same thing. And, uh, you know, that was part of the exercise that we did. And uh, so if I can love, like if I can love Connie for, you know, for things she can't love herself or why can't I love myself for those exact same things? It's just, it's it's so funny. It is. It's funny how our minds like to, or our, our thoughts like to come in, our stories like to come in. Um, I think for me, the biggest takeaway, or one of the biggest takeaways was Doing this training has helped me listen on a whole deeper level. Um, Because I remember taking the training and I remember sitting there and Jennifer would let somebody start talking about what was going on. And she would just listen and listen and listen and listen and maybe throw in a question. And then just sit there and listen and listen. And meanwhile, in my head, I was like, they should do this. And if they did this, and let me give them this book and let me tell them this and let me advise them this way. And that's how I started my path. And that is so far away from where I am now. And I'm so grateful for that. I think that has been the biggest takeaway for me is not trying to fix anybody um 
And that was a big part being a life coach before I took the training program. So that has opened up in all the different areas of my life. How am I, how am I listening? So now if I can just take that and go, okay, now how am I listening to spirit in every moment? So yeah, I, I think that that's been, um, and not judge myself for when I'm not, you know, that, uh, that's been one of my listening in a different way and holding space in a different way for somebody. So now my desire is to do that for myself. Yeah, all healing is self-healing. And imagine if we can heal, you know, the blocks to love within ourselves, how much more we can truly love the person sitting in front of us. We can have so much more to offer. I actually took a look at that, um, judging myself and able to um, judge, able to give others encouragement, and um, they take it, and they're so, you know, excited about taking it and then the same thing that I give them I could apply it to myself and I looked at all of that and I came up and discovered that we cannot see ourselves but when we are with each other it's like a reflection of us and we're able to look at what we have not looked at in our in you know in myself I'm able to look at it in someone else and appreciate it. But when it comes to me, I cannot see it. And also it's there for me to look at it. And if I look at it, then I discover that I can embrace them. So therefore I can embrace myself. So that is going to be a process, a personal development for me to practice this on a daily basis and aware of what it is when I'm doing it. Because the, the person is my mirror, is sharing with me, allowing to be in front of me and to be with me to see the flaws that I judge myself about. And so, therefore, I'm able to see it and may not like it. And, you know, and then it may be, you know, like Lori said, I thought that I had dealt with that. You know, I thought, but then it comes up again in another person to let me know, okay, it's still there. So therefore, now what I'm seeing is um, I am aware of those judgments. So now it's for me to practice on a daily basis and be aware, like, you know, like the medicine water, you know, put it on the medicine water, you know, I'll make a list of the thoughts and judgments that I have and just write them down and then put them on my medicine water and, you know, just do that exercise and just be in practice of, you know, of the spiritual training, you know, just as I'm in finding freedom. So that's what is just coming up for me. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you, Tamalyn. That was, that was a, an awesome self-observation that you just shared. You know, one of my favorite things in meeting you, Tamalyn, was, Every day I would look forward to see what beautiful color you'd be wearing 
and you just inspired me to dress and to be more colorful. And um, that's just, you know, every time I looked at you, the word that came to mind was vibrant. You're a very vibrant woman. And I was just so grateful for that, that reminder. So thank you. You know. You're muted, sweetheart. You know, I um, I was uh, studying colors about two years now, and I went out and I changed my whole wardrobe. And each color that I wear is in line with the universe. And I started doing the, um, I don't know if you heard of the numerology colors. I started getting into numerology, the numbers, and then the colors came up for me what to wear every day according to my day of month and, and, the, and the month. And so that's what allowed me to be to wear the colors, and then I got deeper into it what the colors meant. It has an energy that when you go out into the going to vibrate that energy, and you're going to always be tuned in um, with the universe because he has a color. There's a color too for the universe that we wear, and then we're one with everybody we meet. But they may not see it, but I see it, and that's those colors really that out for me. Thank you, um, Lori, for that. Yeah, you're welcome. And and if you ever were willing to teach a workshop on that, I would so be there and take that because I'm fascinated by that. Just the thought. You know, I wanted to meet with you. I couldn't carve out the time. It's like just running, you know, and I wanted to. And everybody was telling me, I just met with Lori, and I said, and I didn't, but I am. I am going to. Where are you located, Lori? The East Coast. Okay. Is it, what, what part, what state? North Carolina. California? North Carolina. Oh, okay. North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. What uh, part of North Carolina? Pardon? What I part don't. of North Carolina? Wilmington. Can I you hear? Yeah, Wilmington, right on the coast by the ocean. Okay, okay. I will, because I'm looking to come to Boone's. <laughs> the Charlotte, is Charlotte far from you? Three and a half hours by car. Boone is about five. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to get you. I'm going to call you on a call, have a conversation with you concerning that. <laughs> yes, I'm totally open to that. I would love that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm noticing it's been a great call. I know. It's been such a great call. It has been an awesome call. I have to get on to my next thing because it's. A little after 11 mm-hmm. now. Um, yeah, me too. Who is, who wants to pray us out? I just wanted to say I, I prayed us in, Lori. You prayed you prayed them in? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yay! I'm so happy. 
So I will pray us out. Can anybody hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. As we come again, as we leave this um, partnering up with our higher Holy Spirit self, this gathering, we thank you for what has been dispersed here. We thank you for all the transformation, the healing through this call, and we thank you for everyone that is here, um, that is represented in their families, and we partner up and continue to partner up with our higher Holy Spirit and our highly, highly Holy Spirit self as we go about our day in in one mind. Amen. 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 Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. 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 Take care.